Hello, everyone. Welcome to our weekly cemetery podcast called Can You Dig It with MonuGrid, where we interview a variety of industry experts to discuss the latest industry trends, funny stories, and an overall chat about cemetery business. I'm very excited today as I will be chatting with a well-respected gentleman that has been in the industry for many, many years, and his name is Rusty Scott. Rusty is well known to many in the funeral and cemetery industry. After graduating from the University of Kentucky, Kentucky, sorry for that, with a BA in civil engineering, he joined the death care industry in 1978 at Johnson Memorial Park, where he was responsible for operations, sales and maintenance with primary responsibilities of monument and memorial installations on steep slopes. In 1986, he joined Service Corporation International and from 1996 to 2002, served as Managing Director of Revenue Services and Construction. He is currently the Market Director of South Florida Operations. In the past 36 months, he has tested and installed no less than 50 foundations using MonuGrid for monuments, memorials, benches, and private buildings. Good morning, Rusty, and welcome to our podcast. Good morning. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Well, I'm actually interviewing you from uh, from Canada, home, and uh, I could uh, say that uh, safely say that it's minus 22 degrees Fahrenheit, and I know you're going to give me a hard time about that one. <laughs> it's uh, 78 degrees Fahrenheit here right now. Yeah, yeah, I, I I can certainly use that. I tell you, yeah, I'm in I'm in the wrong area for sure, for sure. So, uh, Rusty, can you tell me a little bit about your background and how you became involved in the cemetery industry? Well, like you said, I graduated from college with a BA in civil engineering, and and I had a family interest, or there was a family interest in a cemetery in eastern Kentucky. And while I was going to school, I worked there digging graves and setting monuments to try and earn extra money and pay for my tuition. So I did that for almost four years. And, and I will say that once you've worked in a cemetery, it kind of gets in your blood. Wow. And, and I, then after graduating, I went to work for a company called Elkhorn Coal Corporation. And I was doing surveying underground. And decided that, that that really wasn't the thing for me and said, I want to go back and, and work in the cemetery industry. So that's what I did. Uh, and that's where I've been ever since. And that was probably one of the primary reasons I was in charge of revenue services for SCI was because of my civil engineering background. Very cool. Very interesting. That's it's amazing when you talk to people, how you, you know, how how people became involved in the cemetery industry. And it's it, it's always fascinating how that works. So in, in the 44 years in this industry, do you, you have moved around a lot. Um, what city did you enjoy working in the most? Well, uh, to be perfectly honest with you, I worked in South Carolina. I mean, Carolina. I worked in uh, Virginia. And I worked uh, out of the corporate office in Houston, Texas. Then I worked in uh, out of Palm Beach in Florida. So there's where I've been, four, four distinct moves with the company. And each one of them absolutely was different from the other due to the fact geography and, and the people that were there and then what was what was prevalent in their minds. You come to Florida, cremation's a big deal. You go to South Carolina, burial is a big deal. 
and so on and so forth like that. And, and it's it's just been very interesting and unique because I was in charge of of, uh, of maintenance and construction for the whole United States. Wow. So I was able to visit every single location just about that we that we were in charge of 450 locations across the United States uh, and learned what they needed and what they wanted and what hmm. they expect. And yeah. it was different from area to area. Yeah, and that's uh, it's funny that you say that, you know, like from one area to another, different uh, different ways of doing things. And uh, it, it's uh, it really is, is different. So so when you're not working, what what's your favorite pastime? And I, I think I know what you're going to say. <laughs> well, the golf until I had surgery on my shoulder and then okay. it turned into fishing. So I, I love to fish and have always loved to fish, but uh, no, when I every chance I get to fish, which is not enough, yeah, I, I go fish. <laughs> oh, that's great, yeah. And I know we've had some great conversations, and you've sent me some pretty nice pics of of stuff yeah. that you've caught. And uh, one day, one day, you and I will be doing it together at, at some point or another. We got to do it together. Looking forward to it. Yeah, that's great. So, Rusty, in your opinion, how has the cemetery industry changed over the years? Well, I, you know, that's a very interesting question. Uh, because I, I started thinking back on, on what has changed and the, the, the pure principle has not changed on cemeteries other than people early on when I started in this business back in the early 70s bought for a very specific reason. And pre-need was not a, a, a big component of that back in the, in the early 70s, but yeah. they bought for a reason, and that was just because they wanted to have their families together in, in a single area. Right, right. One, two, four, six, eight plots. Uh, today, the, the changes from then until today is 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 they're they're looking. People are looking for a place for themselves. Uh, the people that are passing are going, "Hey, my kids are in California. My kids are in New York. It's just the two of us." Hmm. And looking for uh, pre-need and now pre-need is such a big big item right. in everybody's mind uh, we're looking for a pre-need that we can we can uh, put in the bank if you will yeah and put it in our deposit box and we've got it so that we don't have to put the burden on our kids when that when the time comes right, right. Uh, today though I will say this today the the, the main thrust of what our customers are demanding is service. And when I talk about service, I'm talking about length of time to to uh, get a monument or a marker or memorial installed, mowing the grass, taking care of the roads, taking care of the trees, taking care of every aspect of the cemetery. And before that was not the, the, the was not the case. Today it's, it becomes more prevalent every single day. Right. Wow. Well, people are making big investments, right? And uh, yes, I guess they, they you have the right to expect that you're going to get that service, right? So that's uh, absolutely. Um, if you could turn back the time and uh, talk to your 18 year old self, what would your 18 year old self think about your career today? Well, to be honest with you, if I could turn back the clock, I wouldn't change one second of what I've done. Even though I spent a lot of time getting a degree in civil engineering, uh, I truly enjoy what I'm doing today and feel like I'm offering something and doing something for 
everyone who uh, needs something sooner or later. Right. Yeah. No, and, and you often said to me uh, in conversations, you know, you want to leave things better than they were, um, you know, when you get out of this industry and when you retire. Absolutely. I want to leave things better than I found it. Yeah. And that is my motto, and it, it continues to be my motto as I, as I move forward. That's cool. That's very cool. You are definitely a very devoted and dedicated man that cares about his work. What has been the most fulfilling work experience to date and, and did it influence you and how did it influence you to deliver your services to grieving families? Well, that's a, that's a, that's a real good question because I have, I had a young lady, I say young lady, older lady uh, come into my office one day and she looked at me with a very stern finger and voice and said, what did you do with my husband? <laughs> and I, I okay. went, I'm not sure what you're talking about, but let's go check the records and see. So we did, and we found out that there's no record of her husband whatsoever in our cemetery. And I finally asked the question that I really didn't want to ask, and it's, ma'am, are you sure you're at the right cemetery? And she, she said, well, I think so. <laughs> and, so then we got out, went in the golf cart, went riding around, and, and she says, you know what? My husband's buried in another cemetery. I now <laughs> And she said, now I'm looking for me, for myself and my, and my current husband. And I like this cemetery, and I like the way you've treated me. So I think I'll just buy here. So, <laughs> wow. She just you know came to came to us by mistake and ended up buying. So well, that's funny. That's one of the best ones I've got going. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. Uh Rusty, I know that you are involved uh, with a company called South Florida Engraving. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, South Florida Engraving is is a unique company that pr provides laser engraving. And the best part about laser engraving is, is it can be done super quick and super efficiently, and you can provide a lot more detail on a monument or an urn with, with uh, laser engraving than you can with traditional sandblasting. Okay. And we, we truly think it's the, the wave of the future. Nice. Because like, like I was saying earlier, uh, in today's world, uh, People want immediate gratification. They want to buy something because they're paying a lot of money for it and they want to see it installed as quickly as possible. So with, with, uh, with COVID and everything that's going on now, uh, getting monuments or markers, bronze markers delivered is taking an extraordinary amount of time. Yeah. And I'm talking about yeah. and with laser engraving, we can we can get that done uh, very quickly. That's so great. Being and monument grid are my two passions right now. You're the best. So, um, just for our listeners, Rusty, uh, um, I just want to tell our listeners: I unfortunately lost my brother last spring, and when I say that Rusty is a very caring gentleman, Rusty immediately sent us two memorial plaques with uh, my brother's picture engraved on it and um, and I can't thank you enough for that and our family uh, very much appreciated it and uh, and and thank you for that it's uh, it was great 
And uh, I will certainly uh, put that information uh, to our reader, to our listeners, uh, you know, for the the information on, on South Florida engraving. So that's great. Definitely. Thank you very much. My pleasure. My pleasure. What is the funniest thing that has happened to you on a job uh, working? Is there? Well, I think I've already explained that. And that was the lady that. The lady, really yeah. From a different sim. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Stories are way out there, and it's. I'm sure. I got into this business, and I liked it so much because I learned something new and different every day. Every day. Every. Wow. That's the last forty years. Something new and different every day. Oh, I'm sure. And loved every bit of it, and still do. Still do. Yeah. So. Well, I know I've had the pleasure to meet you in person. I went down to Florida a couple of years ago, did some some training with you guys and and whatnot. But uh, you could tell walking around with you, you certainly knew what you were doing and the passion, and um, it, it's it's great. It's great. Well, so passion, what? Passion is most definitely my my biggest. Uh, I call it my strong suit and my uh, and, and and the suit that uh, everybody looks at and goes, "What's the matter with this guy?" You know, he's <laughs> he's got much passion, but I do. I, I, yeah, I really like what I'm doing, and sometimes it comes across the wrong way. But uh, passion is is where I'm at. No, and you know, people, uh, you're a straight up shooter, and people appreciate that. So, Rusty, um, I know that you're a huge fan and believer user in MonuGrid, and we really appreciate that. And I'm wondering if you could tell our listeners why you've made the switch to MonuGrid. Well, to begin with, we took a, a piece of MonuGrid and installed it in our roadway where our tractors and our backhoes run over it every single day. And we put a piece of 60-inch by 20-inch piece of granite with a big vase hole in it on that piece of monument grid, no bronze, just the granite. Mm -hmm. So we were hoping that uh, you know that they would survive, and uh, that was actually three and a half years ago. And uh, we checked we checked it last week. It gets covered up with a little sand or a little dirt yep. or whatever. And today, I mean, as of last week, it's still that piece of granite after being run over every single day, numerous. <laughs> still there it's not broken still intact. Uh, still intact everything's perfect it hasn't sunk it hasn't shifted uh it's still in the same spot but so we that was that was my test of MonuGrid, and that made me a firm believer a firm believer in MonuGrid products awesome awesome and uh, yes i remember actually walking over that piece when i visited you and that's uh, that's yep. great great to know and uh, it's uh, it's exciting when you hear things like that for sure so knowing that you worked a lot with concrete in the past i guess and now using MonuGrid, what would you say to cemetery professionals who that are considering using MonuGrid but have not made the switch yet well it's it's tough cemeterians including myself are hardcore uh people who get stuck in a certain way of doing things mm -hmm. and it's just it's hard for change nobody likes change right but when you have a product that is number one easier to install than concrete more suitable than concrete will not crack like concrete cracking i'm talking about in the freezing weather as well as the rainy weather in south florida uh, when it gets run over by, by a backhoe or a trailer or something right. uh, 
it just doesn't do it. And, and I've installed benches, I've installed monuments, I've installed memorials, I've installed private mausoleums with Monucred. And we started that two years ago this past April uh, for 14 locations in South Florida. And so far, no issue whatsoever. Yeah, and I, and that's and I'm I'm happy for you to to say that because I'm proud as well to hear that we've had absolutely no um, no callbacks or anything like that when when cemeteries are using MoneyGrid, um, you know the the successful success rate is 100. percent So we're really happy about that. So we know that MoneyGrid um, has many attributes and benefits like uh, reduction in time and material costs increased productivity and uh, cemeteries have different reasons why they're using MoneyGrid and what stands out the most for you about MoneyGrid with respect to those benefits? Uh, time savings. Yeah. Being to do a repair job or a new installation basically immediately uh, and, and sometimes you've got a family says I'm going to be out there at three o'clock today and I want to see what it looks like. Well, if you're doing concrete, it's got to settle, set, and all that kind of stuff. Or you, you got to be cheating the system a little bit and install dry concrete, and, and hopefully it'll harden. Right, um, right. We, as we all know, that that does not work like everybody wants to think it does. Uh, and then when you have to pull it out and reset it, you got to pull out that whole foundation, all yeah. that kind. Uh, it's a lot of work. A lot of work. It's a tremendous yeah. amount. Of so not only is it uh, more economical, it's in, in, in every aspect, it, it doesn't cost near what concrete does. Uh, the time that you're saving, time savings is, is there just automatically. Yeah. Uh, so I, I've, there, there's nothing bad or negative that I can say about using MonuGrid from start to finish. That's, that's awesome, that's awesome. And, and you know, the productivity is a, is a big thing, right? You know, if you if you were to do MonoGrid or if you were doing concrete, um, you know, like you said, you have to wait for it to set, et cetera, et cetera. Then you have to come back with MonoGrid. I mean, you're doing it when you're done. The monument is set on it and you're done. And even if it rains, you could do it while it's raining if you wanted to. Well, the one thing I wish I wish I had done was years ago, I started installing concrete ribbons in our cemeteries to put monuments on. Okay. But yes, they're cracking and yes, they're separating, uh, even though they've got rebar and everything else in them. And if I, I mean, I've probably installed uh, 200 concrete ribbons, maybe 300. Yeah. And right now we're in the process of having to replace some of them. And when, when I say replace those ribbons, that means taking the monuments off. That's a big and, job. Big job. It's a huge yeah. job. So yeah. excavating uh, that. And, yeah. I wish. Yeah. And then plus, you're right. Taking up those ribbons is is is, is big time. Yeah. No so. kidding. No kidding. So we regularly instruct monument installers and restoration companies on how to use MoneyGrid. If you have used MoneyGrid successfully, well, you have used MoneyGrid successfully for years. Can you give our listeners some best practices when installing or resetting a monument or a marker? The best practice that I would give is go slow. Uh, it's still you're still going to save a tremendous amount of time, but but just ensure that the the base gravel is tamped level. Yeah. 
then put the money grid in, then put your next base of, of gravel in, and you're done. But okay. if you go, that's 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 the best practice, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah. Uh, so. And and we provide that support as well, right? So if there's anything unusual or or you're working with weak soils and stuff like that, you know, that's something as you know, we we work closely with our our clients and we'll design something for them to to accommodate where they are. Just have, have a hand tamper available and you're ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rusty, I'm really excited to share with you that we've designed a new money grid tile that has been specifically specifically designed for bronze on granite markers with a vase. Um, and uh, we're really excited. It'll be coming out in 2022 for sure this year. Uh, with your many years of experience, how do you think that will help that uh, bronze on granite? Because it's, it's it's an issue out there with the base. Well, I, and, and I'm glad to hear that's that's what you're doing. That is uh, truly amazing. Uh, and in my opinion, the, the what it's going to do is it's going to prevent the the vase itself from filling up with sand. Uh, that's the biggest issue that we face: sand or dirt. Right. Uh, the filling up with water if you're using gravel, and the cup that's going to be on the on the monument grid. Uh, system that you've got yeah. uh, will protect the cup as well as the vase. The integrity so, of it, yeah. So ideally what you might be able to do is what happens is in, in our world is that, that plastic cup that comes with the bronze, sometimes it gets damaged, just mm. just period gets damaged. You could eliminate that when you go to uh, uh, reinstall bronze in the granite by using the monument grid what you call did you call it MonoGrid Plus? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Use yeah. MonoGrid, then it, uh, it that's to me that's going to be the the best thing in the world. Yeah, we're really anxious. Uh, you know, with this, you know, with this COVID, it, it it got in the way of us releasing it sooner. But um, you know, we're uh, we're really excited that it's coming this year for sure. So, so by the way, Rusty, um, I'm sure that you've seen plenty of cemeteries, and I'm wondering if there is one cemetery in particular uh that you would call your favorite is there oh wow or is there many of them a handful that yeah. would be, given the given the fact that i've been across the united states i could probably come up with a couple in california uh forced forced uh in Reading, pennsylvania that's probably one of the prettiest cemeteries that i've ever been in yeah. uh florida just doesn't have the rolling hills that you can that you can get in a cemetery or you know to, to give it that beauty but there's some pretty cemeteries here too with the spanish moss and the oak trees and stuff like that so yes. they've all their uniqueness about yeah. them that uh, makes them pretty that's great that's great so um one last question rusty and and i have to ask because a lot of people ask this have you ever slept in the cemetery overnight oh absolutely <laughs> yeah You've got people out there that, that you know they're they've gone they're gone they're passed away they're not going to hurt you. <laughs> yeah, so, they're not going to see you. It, it doesn't bother me a bit. I, to be honest with you, when I was going to college and, and to begin with, we had a mobile home that was on the cemetery that the caretaker stayed in. Well, that caretaker ended up being me, and yes, I did. I slept in that <laughs> trailer every single night, and I slept sound as I could be. There you go. There you go. Nobody to bother you. That's well, right. Rusty, Rusty, I really want to thank you for, for doing this with us. Um, it's a real pleasure to have you on. 
Um, I enjoy working with you. Uh, you're a man of um, who cares, uh, great knowledge, a uh, great supporter of Monogrid, and uh, I can't say enough about that. And uh, I really appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Uh, anytime. Right. Thank you, Rusty. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thank you.